Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Hi, and welcome to this episode of my podcast. Now, this episode is based um, really on two questions that I get asked multiple times in a week by students and either in my membership or students who contact me, um, they email me and asking for advice for either IELTS and OET. So it's really relevant for both tests. Um The first question is, when should I book my test? Uh, The second question is, how long will it take me to prepare? So let's take the first question first. Um, When should I book my test? My answer to this is, if you have to ask this question, then you're not ready to think about booking your test. Um, It means that you don't know if you're ready yet. You know, you're doubtful of when you will be ready. So that automatically means you're not prepared. You're not ready to take the test and you're just rushing to book it. Um, Perhaps because of pressure, um, your eagerness to pass and to move on to the next stage. Just, you know, get it out of the way, get it over and done with. So you can start applying for jobs and things like that. Perhaps you've already got a job, you know, lined up. And there's lots of pressure on you to pass so that you can just take the next step and secure that job, which is perfectly understandable. Um, But this is not good. This is not 
a good way to um, approach the test. Um, when a student is fully prepared, I know when a student is fully prepared because they will usually tell me when they will book their test. They'll say to me, right, I'm booking my test on this day. Um, they know when they are ready. How do they know they're ready? Because they've usually scored above their required score consistently in their practice tests. If not above, then they've scored what they need to score, what they're aiming for consistently in their preparation, in their mock tests uh, with me. And they know that it's time to book the test. They know they are ready. So if you're not scoring at least the grade that you need, um, you should not be thinking about booking the test. So if you're not reaching the level that you need for IELTS or for OET, then you should not be thinking about booking the test yet. The problem is some people treat OET and IELTS like a numbers game. What do I mean by this? I mean that they think by sitting the test multiple times, they're likely to increase, you know, they're, they're, they're going to increase the likelihood of getting the score. Um, and I'm here to tell you that, you know, sorry, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work like that. All you're doing is going round and round in circles, repeating the same mistakes again and again. Sitting the test repeatedly will not improve your English. It won't improve your answer strategy. It won't improve your writing skills. It won't improve your listening skills. It won't improve your reading skills. And it won't improve your speaking skills. Remember, it's an English test. Um, there is a marking criteria that you need to achieve that you will be graded against. You're not going to improve or move up in that marking criteria just by doing the test again and again. Um, and also, whilst you're going round and round in those circles, you're also wasting a lot of your hard-earned money and wasting your valuable time and making yourself feel less and less motivated. So it's a lose-lose-lose situation. If you're not scoring outside the test, then what makes you think that you'll get the score in the test, in exam conditions, under pressure, suddenly on the day? It's not going to happen. Um, so you need to understand that it's an English test. There is a marking criteria that needs to be met in order for you to get the scores that you need. So focus on what you are scoring now. You know, this is what you need. You know, you need to get out of that mindset of, OK, I'll just sit the test and see what happens. Um, you know, you need to focus on what you're scoring now. What are you scoring now? If you sit down and do a reading test, um, a, a listening test, what are you scoring? And and do a few. Don't just, you know, base your 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 decision on 
just one test, do a few tests, do a few reading tests, do a few listening tests. What are you scoring consistent, cons- consistently? What is your average score? Um, and look at that. How are you scoring for writing and speaking? Have a look at that. Are you reaching the required score consistently? Not just once um, and you say, okay, that's it, I'm ready for the test. You have to do it again and again and again. You have to be scoring the required score that you need again and again. If you're not, then you need to work out why by analyzing your performance for each subtest. Why are you losing marks? Where are you losing marks? Which section of the test are you losing marks in? Is there a pattern that you can see? You know, are you consistently losing marks for part A reading? You know, is that something that in every single test you seem to just lose marks there? Or part C listening? You know, is that something that you're really struggling with? So look at what section that you, you've, you're you scoring less in. Um, what skill is the weakest? What don't you feel confident with? And you know when you sit the test um, or when you're about to do a practice test, you know where you feel the most anxious. So most people feel anxious with the writing. You know, if that's the case with you, then, you know, why is that? You need to really stop and think about what is making you anxious. Is there some part of the writing test or whatever test um, that is making you feel less confident that you need to work on so that you don't feel like that anymore? Um, So, yeah, do you keep the same, keep making the same mistakes again and again? Um, And it's these analytical questions um, that will help you get to the reason why you're not getting the score. Um, And if you need help analysing writing and speaking, then you need to get feedback from a qualified, experienced teacher who will tell you exactly what areas need to be improved and you can then work from there. But you have to be honest with yourself. Don't give yourself an unreasonable deadline like I have to take the test in three months when you know you don't when you know you don't have the time to study for the test in three months and do the work that needs to be done. You know, you know that in the next three months you're going to be busy at work, you're going to be working the long shifts. You know, you're not going to have time to, you know, fit in some time with your family and keep up with all of those commitments and study at the same time. You you have to be really realistic. Um, And, you know, please don't leave your preparation to the last minute, you know, three days before the test. Um, You know, the number of students I've asked that, that have come to me for help and have said, you know, I have two days, um, to prepare for my test, give me some tips. Or can you just look at my writing? Or can you help me? Can I can I get some lessons? You know, it's very little that you can do in two days. And if you're not scoring your required score uh, two days before the test, then all I can say is just good luck. 
and 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 that's it um you know you're really not doing yourself any favors by putting yourself in that situation and you know look it's not just failing the test you know it's the implications of failing that test you've wasted money you've wasted time you've caused yourself a lot of stress and possibly even your family as well if there's a lot of pressure on you passing and that all has an impact on you and your family and it makes you feel demoralized as well you feel demotivated you feel like you know you can't do it um it makes you feel that the test is even harder than it actually is when the test isn't that hard the only problem is that you just didn't prepare. You didn't give yourself the time to prepare. You didn't allow yourself to prepare for the test properly. And, and you know, that has a lot of implications uh, for you. So the moral of the story, the moral of this whole episode is don't book the test until you are ready. It's very simple. Um, it, it sounds very simple, but you know, I've had to put, I've had to base an episode on this because it it is a, a huge problem. Um, students are doing this and you need to stop. You need to stop doing that for the reasons that I've mentioned. Um, don't make it any harder than it needs to be. Take the time and think about how long you have to realistically dedicate to the preparation for your test. And it does require your time. So you have to think about your schedule, uh, your commitments, your family commitments, your other commitments, um, other activities that you do. And you need to think about what you can cut back on um, and then use that time that you free up to dedicate to your preparation. And it's going to be different for everybody. So, you know, don't listen to your friend who said, oh, I just prepared in a week, you know, a week before the test. I just did a few tests and that's it. You know, everyone is different. So don't listen to colleagues. Don't listen to friends. Think about yourself because we're all at different levels and you have to think about what you're good at, what you're weak at and what you need to work on as an individual. So it's really, really important that you take the time yourself to analyze where you are in your OET or IELTS journey. And then take the time to prepare and don't feel the pressure of booking your test. Um, get some advice first before you go and book the test. Get your writing and your speaking assessed especially. And, um, you know, go to someone who is experienced, knows what they're talking about, and you know will give you proper advice and proper feedback. And feedback means, you know, this is your score. Um, you know if you're getting proper feedback, if the feedback that you have, that you get from a teacher is based on the marking criteria. You know, they've gone through the marking criteria with you and said and, and justified the mark that they've given you, the score that they've given you against the marking criteria. And then 
not only that, but they also give you proper feedback as to what you need to improve in order to get the score that you need and give you practical tips on how to do it, not just say, okay, you need to improve your fluency for speaking, for example, and that's it. You know, they should be giving you proper advice as to how to improve your fluency. What should you be doing? What techniques can you use to practice fluency to help you increase your fluency? Or if you need to improve your vocabulary, they should be telling you how you how you can do that. You know, it's not just giving you the advice, but showing you how to implement that advice. Um, so these are really, really important things. And this all takes time. Um, you know, and, you know, even if you've taken the test before and you failed, uh, you know, you need to take that time to analyze as to why you failed. Why aren't you getting the scores that you need? So this is really, really important work. And it's just as important work as, you know, practicing your English and things like that. Um, you are all very, very busy people and you need to ensure that the time that you spend on your preparation is very meaningful and that time is really you know you're moving forward in your preparation not backwards or going around in circles you know making the same mistakes again and again it has to be productive it has to be meaningful and it has to be you know moving you forward each even if it's just 10 minutes that you spend on, you know, reading an article, you know, you have to extract as much benefit in those 10 minutes as possible and make it count. Um, so, you know, take the time. I've, there is my free training in the, in the show notes that shows you how to manage your time, how to create a study timetable, um, you know, using the time blocking method where you block out time in your schedule, you know, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, even five minutes of time, but using that time to your maximum maximum advantage. So I would urge you to go to that training if you haven't already and download it and go through it. It's a, a set of five videos um, and a workbook um, that will guide you through all aspects of the training for OET. That one's for OET. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any comments, please do email me. My email is in the show notes. Let me know what you think uh, and if you need any other help. Um, and yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on, uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.